Let's jump into our first topic. Welcome back. Welcome back. What is going on? This is the Rogue Pod with your man Handle here, along with my co-host, my man Brody, who looks on, so excited to be here. I was just I was waiting because I you know I was gonna you know StreamYard doesn't really allow you to do it, but I was gonna do like the Chris Collins or slide in, but you know, I just had to sit here and look off to the side until you were ready to introduce me to so. You know, we're always ready to introduce you. Like, we're always so glad that you're here, and I'm glad. I don't that think that's true, but I appreciate it. Finally accepted your co-host role because you didn't fight me on it this time. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm I'm tired and hungry, so. That you are, that you are. Listen. Yes. No fighting me. It's no fighting you. Listen, it's been a long year. This is the last day of 2023 and we would like to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for supporting us being here for us throughout this last year what bradley <laughs> I, was, I was gonna thank from like the middle part of my heart because they didn't really support me on the co-host points thing well, we, we, su- we support you from the bottom the middle and the top of our hearts for rocking with us throughout this year and hopefully the upcoming year is going to be a whole lot better. We have a whole lot of things in store for you guys going forward. We just not are going to reveal them right now. We're not going to tell you, but listen, we got the reason to celebrate, Rodney. So, I know you watch the game because somebody asked you in the Discord. They said, Brian, are you watching the Panthers game? You said I lie no. to Jake all the time. You said no. I'm watching the Baltimore Ravens dismantle. <laughs> dismantle the Miami Dolphins. Well, if Yolanda, you want the link? You let me know in the chat if you want the link, Yolanda. And that's what the Baltimore Ravens did. They dismantled this team. 56 to 19. Did you know, Rodney, that the 56 points that the Baltimore Ravens scored in this game yes. are the most points ever scored at home at MT Bank Stadium by the Ravens? That's a goddamn shame right there. That's what that is. It's a lot of points, though. Is it? I mean, it's a lot of points. It's a lot of points, but it's not an amount of points where you scored and you're like, oh, my God, I set a record. You may be right. It is also a scoregami. It is the first time that a game ended in a 56-19 to score. Like, the Ravens just set records all over the place. Oh. Wow. Okay. So we just starting. We just starting the last day of the year off correctly. So. Shout out to B squared Brandon Bazell for the $75 tip. And and it says, who has it better than us? Apparently nobody. And I think that this is one time that moniker sticks because the Ravens are just out here killing the game. 
best team in the league, 13 and three record, number one seed in the AFC. Um, is there anything about this game, Rodney, that kind of took you off guard? Because I know you were one of the few people that in the beginning of the season predicted that Lamar would win MVP and the Baltimore Ravens would go to the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I, I thought that they were going to win, and I thought they would win handily. I didn't think it would be fifty-six to nineteen, obviously. Um, but I, I expected them to deal with the Dolphins. Um, it's not; it's the Dolphins. Like they don't, they don't play well against good teams. Jalen Waddle was out. Raheem Mostert was out. So I thought that they would have uh, won fairly easily. I mean, but they 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 had Tyreek Hill. And and one of the MVP front runners in Tua Tagovailoa, that's a lot. Or, or that some people said. Like I I watched him play. Like I don't just go off the stats and say, oh, he's thrown for the second amount, the second most amount of yards in the league, and he has the fourth most uh, most amount of touchdowns. I watch him play, and in critical situations like he did today, he turns the ball over. He's not a clutch quarterback. And granted, Tyreek Hill did drop one touchdown, and I don't know why they signed Chase Claypool in the first place. The other one. Yeah, I don't know why they signed him in the first place. Chase anymore? He can just be the other dude. The, the Canadian. I mean, yeah, yeah sure. Unless you just want to call. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, that suits him well. Uh, yeah, no, two is a good quarterback. He's not he's a great a, quarterback. True. Um, you know, I, I think he's a a bit of a front runner. Right. Uh, and and some people are just like that. And that's fine, you know. And and that's why it's good to know your personnel. And that's why they built their team to score a lot of points and score them fast, right? right. They get out, get out in front, and then you know choke out the opponent, essentially, right? Uh, but not when the opponent is Baltimore. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't going to go that way. It wasn't. And I'm listen. I'm going to say that I was, I was slightly surprised. At this game, and I'm not surprised. I wasn't surprised at the outcome of the game. wasn't surprised at the score. wasn't surprised that Lamar Jackson had a perfect passer rating, five touchdowns, because he normally destroys the Miami Dolphins. And if it wasn't for that late comeback last year, we'd be we'd be talking about three straight games versus the Dolphins, where Lamar was just miraculous. But for me, the thing that impressed me and surprised me the most was the fact that the Ravens came into this game ready to play. Like normally in, in games like this, especially for the number one seed being a favorite, we start off a little bit slow. It's a little bit of trepidation. You know, we had to go through the motions. And I think we came out strong. And I was in coach's stream earlier, and I'm not going to say it was doom and gloom. But when the Dolphins went and scored first, it was a lot of Ravens fans like, man, we about to lose by 15 points. Oh, my God. Like how we come out looking like this. And we like, mm-hmm. oh, it's the first drive at the beginning of the game. We damn near have four quarters to go. And I think that the Baltimore Ravens actually responded to this challenge, which is something that I'm not really familiar with being a when John Harbaugh was then head coach, that this team actually comes out prepared. So I was a little bit taken aback and was a little bit happy because I knew we were going to beat them. I knew we were going to blow them out, but I just didn't expect this fast start. Do you see the Ravens continuing this start going forward, especially being that next week, we might not play our starters. Then we're going to have a bye week and then start the playoffs. No, they're going to lose next week. Um, I, I don't think they're going to take it seriously at all. You know, I think I think the starters will actually. I don't even think they're really going to lose. I don't think Pittsburgh's very good, uh, but I think they're going to start, they're going to play their starters for a bit. All right, I would say probably maybe a half or so, and then get them out of there. Uh, and you know, and then however the game goes, the game goes. Uh, in terms of the playoffs, 
I absolutely think they're going to continue this high level of play on both sides of the ball. I think that Lamar is completely locked in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lamar is the uh, now, and I don't think there'd be any argument, the best quarterback in the league. Uh, he's the MVP of the league this year. They finally went and got some, uh, you know, better talent around him at wide receiver. Uh, the O line has been playing better as of late, um, and you know, obviously defensively, they're one of the most talented units in the in the league, and and you know, arguably the best defense in the league. You know, and I don't think that there's. You know, there's always going to be questions about guys in the playoffs until you actually win. Like people are just going to kind of hold that against you. But I mean, they they've dominated Miami, San Francisco, Detroit. You know, I mean, Seattle's not great, but they dominated Seattle as well. Uh, so you know, I don't think there's really anything left for Baltimore to answer. Uh, and a lot of the teams in the AFC have been kind of, kind of disappointments this year. So I, I don't think that any anybody in the AFC – yeah, I mean, look, they can lose. I'm not saying they can't lose. Right. Uh, but I don't think there's anybody in the AFC who really measures up to the Ravens at this point. I would agree. And even after the game, um, I think Evan Washburn was interviewing Lamar Jackson, and he was just asking them questions. And Lamar was like, yeah, we did what we did, but I got other goals, bro. And he's like, Lamar, can you smile? And he like – Yo, get away from me and my steez. Like, I'm focused on a bigger goal. I'm focused on winning a championship, winning playoff games, erasing this narrative that I can't get it done. And you talking about some stuff that we did four years ago. I've done this before. I want to get to a point where I can do something I have not done. I want to advance to the AFC championship. I want to make it to a Super Bowl and win Super Bowl MVP because I think Lamar is a lot right now to win league MVP. So, you know. Shout out to Lamar on what they did. But let's see who we got up in the chat here and who's joining us tonight. We got Team Ramey Senior in the house. He's talking about let's go. Yes, sir. Of course, we got Brandon Bazell in the house. Appreciate you for dropping by. We got our good friend, Megan. Mm-hmm. What's going on? How you feeling? Sorry about uh, the Seattle Seahawks, mm-hmm. how they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. But, oh, no, I know. It's Geno Smith. No, they, you don't apologize for that. They should be they should be ashamed of themselves. Geno Smith, if if they had a real quarterback, nah, not not Geno. Geno was not there playing defense. If they were, if they have started Drew Lock, they'd have won. No, they wouldn't. Have. We got MDT Sports in the house. <laughs> we got Danity. She says, "Let's go, Ravens win the AFC North and the number one seed." Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button if you're a proud Ravens fan tonight. Yes, indeed. We got Yolanda B in the house. She says, "Good evening, flock." Oh, oh, who's that at number one? Ooh, Yolanda's at number one in the loyalty points. Even uh, after about those donation? I mean, I gotta put his donation in. I haven't okay, put it so, in as of yet. You know, so bump scoop, got it. Killer Cam, what's going on? <laughs> we got Jose. I did, I did see that Cam. <laughs> we got Jose in the house. What's going on? Uh, who else? We got Jared Green. What's going on, Jared? Oh, we are blessed with the presence of OTR Mike. What's going on, homeboy? Hope you are maxing and relaxing today because you work entirely too hard. Mm-hmm. Jared Bear is in the house. We got the chef. We got Jake P. We got Coach Evans from Sip Tally. So hola, pretty. mis amigos. Hola, hola, hola. And yes, Tepper is a clown. We're going to get into a little bit of that later. All right. So speaking upon this game and the things that we talked about, Lamar Jackson with his third, third perfect passer rating in a game. 
coincidentally, two of those games have come against the Miami Dolphins. I don't you know, I'm not trying to say I'm not trying to say anything about their defense, but you know, Lamar, perfect pass rating, 18 to 21, 321 yards, five touchdowns. He threw for a Jackson five. I don't know what it is about his hometown team, but he gets up to make him proud. He gets up to play them. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And also another stat that we have, Lamar Jackson, he's tied with Tom Brady for the most 14-point wins versus teams with a winning record during a season. He has seven of them. So for all of you pundits, naysayers, prognosticators, pundits, whomever that says Lamar is not a real quarterback, he can't get it done, this is proof right here that Lamar Jackson does it on Hall of Fame-type levels. I know sometimes to you all, our offense may not put Lamar in the best position to look quarterbacky. I mean, he may look running backy at times to you guys, but to us, we know what he's doing. He's winning games. And I think that's the most important thing in football. If Lamar Jackson goes out here and wins the Super Bowl this year, I don't think people are going to look back and say, well, you know, he didn't pass for 4,000 yards. He didn't traditionally look like the quarterbacks that we're used to seeing. We're going to say Lamar Jackson took the Ravens to a Super Bowl. So to me, I think we need to focus on what's most important. I think Ravens fans, we kind of had that in mind, and even Carolina Panthers fans, because when they need to look towards a winning team, they when they need to look towards a winning franchise and see how it's supposed to be done, they look to us. Because, I mean, even Carolina may be looking to us for their next head coach. I don't think that's true. Uh, Sam, a lot of things. Uh, you did, you did, however, forget to mention uh, Tyler Huntley with the perfect QB rating right. today. You're right. Shout out to Tyler Huntley. He had a perfect two. Listen, have we ever had a game where two quarterbacks have had a perfect passer rating in the yeah. same game? I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure it's been a quarterback and a punter. Yeah, today. I mean, other than today, Rodney. I don't know. <sighs> you're so quarterback so, and a punter wouldn't count because that would be a quarterback and a punter, not two quarterbacks. No, you're right about that. But I mean, just two perfect passer, two perfect passer ratings in the same game. That's what I meant, sir. Now I, I don't know, Hendo. Do I look like the Elias Sports Bureau? Your friends were Ferris, so I figured that you had enough. I mean, we we know that there are some holes in Ferris's uh, yeah, encyclopedic yeah. knowledge. You're right about that. You're right about Alicia. that. Alicia. Right. <laughs> he doesn't know what it is. All right, inside joke. But to you, Brodney, with today's performance, yes. with Lamar Jackson throwing for over 300 yards, perfect passer mm-hmm. rating, five touchdowns, do you think that he locked down, legitimately locked down the MVP? I mean, I thought he locked on MVP many weeks ago, but uh, I don't see how you really realistically make an argument for anyone else at this point. Um, I mean, I guess you know, I could see somebody voting for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I could see somebody. I, I could see somebody voting for Christian McCaffrey or Lamar. I think that's that's really it. Uh, and it's not you know you're not giving the award to running backs. So I think that that Lamar, yeah, is is the guy at this point. Um, I think there's an outside shot that he he wins it unanimously again, right? Uh, but you know, far outside. Hmm. I th- okay, because I see I see Dr. Dre says unanimous. I don't think that Lamar will be named unanimous MVP for a second time because just because this is a stats driven league. And people are going to look at stats. And I think, to your point, I would agree. I would put Christian McCaffrey up there as one of the other people that may be at the top for MVP. I wouldn't put Christian McCaffrey at the top. And like you said, he's a running back. He's not a quarterback. This is a quarterback award. But to me, I think that the narrative is trying to be pushed. And maybe they're trying to make up for things from the past. They're trying to get Josh Allen. 
They're trying to put his name out there. They're trying to put his name. They're like, listen, and especially who was it? I think it, uh, yes, said something about Richard Sherman. And Richard Sherman's narrative is Josh Allen at the end of the season is probably going to have 50 combined touchdowns, rushing and passing. How do you not award an MVP to a person that has 50 touchdowns? But once again, he doesn't mention the turnovers. He had, doesn't mention he's led the league in turnovers since 2018. He doesn't mention he's in the, they were they were struggling to make to 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 get themselves into the playoffs. Facts. And uh, yeah, bring up uh, Danity's comment there, since you know I'm I'm allegedly a co-host, but I still don't have the rights to do that. Uh, didn't you have Lamar as your MVP before the beginning of the season? Yes, I did, Danity. Uh, and I'll tell you what, Lamar, unlike Patrick Mahomes, came through because I today <laughs> with Lamar Jackson. Lamarvelous, uh, leading the way, have won the championship in both the LBHT Dynasty League and the Rogue Pod Dynasty League. I'm a double champion. Uh, I, I, I wish I could say I couldn't have done it without y'all. That's not true. This was all me. I know some of y'all doubted me. Some people tried to get together and collude against me to bring me down, and it didn't work. It backfired. It blew up in their face. Uh, I'm not going to name any names. That would be that would be beneath me. Uh, but it was it was an incredible ride, uh, and 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 I appreciate the support, and I appreciate you remembering that, Danity. Uh, um, it's not like I didn't say that at the beginning of the segment, but what's up? It's not like I didn't say that at the beginning of the segment that you what? predicted Lamar was going to win. Oh, I'm talking about fantasy MVP. Danity didn't mention anything about that. Uh, well, I mean, she didn't. She did not mention it. Like she just said MVP. Like that's not exclusive. Like okay. I, I took it. I took it to the fantasy realm because you did, in fact, mention it at the beginning of the segment. So I took it. I took it in a different direction. Uh, I mean, Lamar. It, it's just incredible, right? Because Pat Mahomes out here scoring fourteen points, and I scroll down, and Lamar Jackson, you know, carrying the torch with 46, 46 and a third. Joe Flacco got yeah. you forty-seven. It was it was amazing. Okay, yeah, Joe Flacco did get me forty-seven, but in that league. Where Joe Flacco got me forty-seven, Lamar actually got sixty-four and a third. Okay, I see what you're trying to do there, Hemsley, but it's not going to work. <laughs> I'm just asking a question, bro. <laughs> Listen, I mean, you're not the only champ here, bro. You're not the only champ. I believe I believe that I am. You sure? Uh, which, you sure? which which? Oh, I'm sorry. Which Pee Wee League did you win? Wow. Oh, son. So I'm not I'm not winning the LBHC Pick'em League. I'm yeah, 80, yeah, I'm 80 plus points. That's, that's, a whole different, that's a whole different sport, huh? Like you, that's like you, like you, come, you coming to the yeah. NBA champions talking about the in-season tournament right now, okay? I know you're not talking. So just know there's going to be another <laughs> ring pretty soon. Pretty soon there's going to be another ring right beside this one. So let's not, let's not act like you're the only champ, sir. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm the only champ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's get back to this. All right, shout out to Yolanda B for the $40 donation. Wow. She says, thanks for the stream. Congratulations to you, Bradney. Thank you. You know, I, I asked Yolanda a question. Did you did you hear that? She answered me. She's being ignoring people. Yolanda, I'm a champion. And I won the LBHT League, the Pick'em yeah. League. So I'm champion both leagues too. But I'm a champ. I'm a champ every year. I'm going to win something every year. Both of them. Which, which, you know, you said it was a specific kind of league. Which, which one? Listen, okay, so listen, <laughs> thank you for the donations. If you want to be awesome like Yolanda in Brandon Bazell, yeah. there is a pen link in the comment section. We do not do super chats here. 
we <laughs> actually go through Stringer. So if you want your comments highlighted and you want to get loyalty points and win a prize at the end of the month, that's the way you do it. And for one night only, the loyalty points for donations are doubled. So whatever donation you give, these points are doubled. Yes, I think it's actually I think it's actually the stream element. I think it actually is a stream That's element. Incredible. Oh yeah, Yolanda says she stepped away for a bit. But yes, oh, my question was if you if you wanted the link, would you like the link? And I will send you the link. Man, I and I gotta tell you, it was uh it was it was it was ruthless out of these fantasy streets this year because I'm in the championship game in two different leagues, right? And they got me against Christian McCaffrey in both leagues. One of the leagues, dude had Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore. They got my old Panthers coming for me, but they couldn't bring me down. All right, Bernie. Yes, Lamar Jackson, MVP, undoubtedly. Mm -hmm. So, next question is, Lamar, once, now that the Ravens have officially sewn up the number one seed, mm -hmm. and I know Jose, he said in the past, he didn't, him and Coach, they were, they didn't want the Ravens to be the number one seed because we are still gun-shy. We still have PTSD from 2019. Mm -mm -mm. I, I, I get it. I get it. And it, I think it has a lot to do with coaching. But, with that being said, do you think that the Ravens should play their starters next week, being that there is a week break between the divisional round and the, the wild card round and the divisional round. Do you think that they should play their starters next week? Even though I know some players got dinged up today and that has always been a worry of ours. I think rust may also play a factor in this. So what do you think should be better rest or repetition with them? Keep going with they, what ha they have done all season long. Well, I think they should play their starters. Uh, I, I think that being in the routine is probably best. Okay. I'm not really one that subscribes to the rest thing. Um, I, you know, it's a week, right? You know, you, you, we don't. If a player misses a week in the middle of the season, we don't. And they come back the following week, we're not like, oh my god, how long is it going to take to knock off the rust? It's not. It, it's it's very selective when we break out that argument, and it's always here because you just you know at this point of the season because you just want something to talk about. Uh, so I don't really believe in that. I don't think that rust is why y'all got your ass kicked by the Titans uh, <laughs> in 2019. Uh, so no, I don't. I don't. But you know, I, I think it is good to maintain the routine that you've had all year, right? Now, I'm not saying play them all four quarters. Uh, you know, they can get in there and get get a couple. Yeah, and, and obviously, like Cam says, if if players are hurt, they shouldn't play at all. At all. Right. Um, but, you know, you let them go out there and play for a bit, uh, and see how the game's going, pull them maybe at halftime. I mean, you, you got to keep your eye on it because the Steelers are dirty. We all know this. Uh, and 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 they're they're not. Well, actually, I'm not even sure if they're in the playoffs right now. I think they are, mm -hmm. but but you no, know, all, Steelers, the Steelers are act. They actually won, and they're out of the playoffs right now. They're out right now. Okay, so yeah, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be a little bitter. They're gonna be a little upset. Uh, I mean, they won their Super Bowl. They got over 500, but right. they're still gonna be gunning for for some Ravens. So you got to keep your eye on it. But you know, I I don't I don't subscribe to the whole the whole rust. Is it is it Z? Is it is it real? I mean, are you worried about Kyle Hamilton being rusty next week? He ain't playing next week. No, no, no. But I'm saying he missed this week. Right. If he if he were to play next week, are you worried about him being rusty? No, no, you're not because a week is, is you're not gonna you're not building up rust in a week. But I think I'm the, I, rust is, is is not real. I'm saying it's not a week. But that gets right. Rusty. But I think in in the diff, the way to differentiate that is you're talking about a player versus a side of the ball. 
versus like you're talking about one player versus players. all of them. Okay, but let me but let me ask you this. If it's, not a, if it's not a concern for one player, right? Why would it be a concern for eleven? If 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 what we're talking about is uh, zero rust accumulating for per player, it doesn't matter how many players you're talking about. It's still zero, right? I think. Listen, I think. But me personally, I just think whatever got you there, you keep going with it. What's up, Sion Attic? You know, I'm just, I, that's just me personally. I just think if this is what got you here, this is what you continue with. But they're professionals. They've played 17 prior weeks. Mm-hmm. One game should not throw you out of your rhythm, especially if you're coached properly. Yeah. But then the question is, it would be two weeks because you would have that week. Then you'd have the rest week. No, it's not. It's not two weeks. It's still, it's your one week off. You have one week off. It's like your bye week. That's all. It's a bye week. We don't we don't go crazy over the bye week during the regular season. We're like, oh my god, thank God the bye week is here, right? Nobody's like, man, damn this bye week. We're gonna be so rusty when we come back. Nobody says that. You might be right. You might be right. All right. So let's see. Chocolate Lady Cap, I think she had a question. If I'm not mistaken, maybe I think it was directed to a GB. I think I lost it. So the Bengals and Steelers are out. Oh, no, I got it. I found it. Chocolate Lady, she said, okay, how do these fantasy leagues work? Oh, they they are so fun. Uh, Handle probably doesn't think they're very fun, but they're so fun. We these are the ones we're talking about are dynasty leagues. So you are the it's, owner. It's, of the it's four leagues. Am I? Am I? Am I? Am I speaking? Uh, so these these are dynasty leagues where you know you are the owner of the team. You have a startup draft where everybody in the league is available. So I mean, the startup draft takes a while because you're you're drafting thirty plus players. And then you just you get to keep those players year to year, and then every year you have a rookie draft, uh, and then you know week to week what you do is you're just setting your lineup. You're putting in you know your quarterback, your two running backs, three wide receivers, you know whatever the league settings are, and then you just get points based off of how they perform in game. And if you're like me, you get the most points, more than anyone else, and then you win, and then you win championships. You win championships, yeah. You win championships. Yeah, what is, what is that? Is that like a 2022 thing? That's a... still 2022, wow. baby. It's still it's, listen. It's I'm wild. listening. If that's I find wild out, that, it, it's wild that you broke out the antiques. That's that's see, that's nice. He's not over yet. Listen, that's you haven't nice been crowned stuff. yet. Have you been crowned yet? Mm, oh no! And listen, I, listen, I'm back to back with this baby. So back to back with what? Back to back with these. Back to back with the leagues that knows the good. Nah, Did I, no so, all right. Is that why you said? Is that why you said you're not you're not you're not buying me a plaque? Because if I win, I was, I was joking. I know you were. It's okay, but yes, yes, chocolate cap. It is a lot of fun. Sometimes it can be stressful towards the end, but it is a lot of fun year in and year yeah. out. All right, whatever. Shout out to anonymous for the dollar tip. It says three three weeks of rest is kind of crazy though. That was their mistake the last time. It was, but I think that. They would learn from their mistakes. Well, at least I would hope they could learn from their mistakes. Yeah. The reason that the Ravens 
2019. I think them going outside of their identity was the reason that we did not win. I think them deciding we are not a run team, even though that year we set the record for rushing yards in a season, we wanted to go out in that game and pass. Mm-hmm. For some reason, and I think just going outside of our identity and the coaching staff is what led us to losing that game. I don't think it had anything to do with Russ because at the end of the day, Lamar had 514 total yards in that game. That first interception off Mark Andrews' hands. Mm-hmm. That didn't have anything to do with Russ. That was just Mark Andrews being Mark Andrews. And it looks like this year we're not going to have him. So addition by subtraction. Yeah, uh, I think that it was – Partially them going away from their identity all season and then partially not having the talent in the past game to, to switch things up. Because uh, how are you going to throw it 60 times with Seth Roberts out there? Um, he dropped that touchdown. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's only partially on Seth. That's, I mean, he's not a you, – you don't expect great things out of Seth Roberts in, right. in, in big moments. It's like Brenton Burson in Carolina, right? Like he's a Wofford guy. That's the only reason he was on the team. Uh, Jerry Richardson went to Wofford, so he wanted that guy there. And, you know, there was one day that Brendan Burson got open. Uh, he caught a pass. He turned it upfield, and we're like, yeah, Brendan. And then he tripped over himself because he's Brendan Burson. He tries real hard, but he's just not that guy. And that's kind of what Baltimore had going on in their receiving core. Wasn't Michael Crabtree on that team as well? Not that year, no. Not that year? Okay. It was another year they, they, they had him out there getting his chain snatched. We were, I think we brought him brought him in the next year. Next year, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Twice by the same guy. He tried, to snatch, he tried to snatch him up and run him into the sidelines, and then while he was doing that, he got his chain snatched again. But listen, listen. He tried to scotch tape it to himself. Okay, bro. Like, listen, we don't I'm, have – I'm just saying. Have a Michael Crabtree. We don't have uh, a Jeremy Matt. Backlund. We got an OBJ. We got the $15 million man that we brought in sure to make do. catches like this. And listen, this is something, and, and I was one that was kind of critical of paying OBJ $15 million. And I know Coach Evans said, listen, we need Odell Beckham Jr. for spot duty. We need him for certain plays, certain instances, situational football. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, Coach is correct, but for $15 million, I, I need you more than situationally. Like, I need you consistent all throughout the season. But for me personally, regular season doesn't mean a thing. I'm glad we got the number one seed. I'm glad we got the best record in the league. But I need you for the playoffs. But this right here, this play I'm about to show you, I think this shows why, to me, I believe the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. Because to me, this shows the growth of Lamar Jackson as a passer. I know it's always been there, but I think that now – with us having more primetime games, more cameras, more lights on him, it's being brought to the forefront. So look at this play, and it's the throw of the day for me. I know Lamar had many of them, but this is the throw of the day for me for Lamar Jackson. Ninth play of the drive. Jackson is 8 of 9, 111 yards and a touchdown. Step and throw. Deliver it downfield. Beckham! Brings it in! And if you look at Lamar throw that ball, he threw it off of one leg leaning backwards. Yeah. Bad mechanics, and he still put the ball there. Now, granted, it was a great catch by OBJ, but for Lamar to have the wherewithal just to put the ball in that spot, not using proper mechanics, and I think he's growing every year, and I think he's getting better, and I think he's just laser-focused on getting us to the Super Bowl and winning it. It's just, is the rest of this team going to come with him come playoff time? And hopefully the chinks in the armor that we saw. Yeah, the answer is yes, they are. The rest of the teams are now Odell. 
don't know. Odell hasn't played 60% of the snaps since week one. Right. Uh, so hopefully they are, you know, just kind of trying to mitigate any uh, chance of injury during the regular season and, and he's ready to go. Uh, I think that they will, they'll need him to, to, to play more than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I do expect Odell to, to play more than, than he, than he has uh, week to week. Uh, and I think, and I expect him to play well. Uh, right. How well is the question, right? Like, you, you know, the, the, the Rams Super Bowl, mm-hmm. he was looking pretty dominant in that first quarter before he got hurt. He did. I don't know if we can expect that, but if you get anywhere near that uh, and you combine that with Zay Flowers' playmaking ability, uh, you know, Isaiah likely stepped up the, the last four or five weeks without Mark Andrews there. You know, they're going to be very, very tough to stop. Yeah, uh, I was going to throw Rashad Bateman in there, but those are early. he's got he's got nervous hands, so I don't I don't want to do that. Butterfingers. Oh, God. Every time, listen. Every time I stick up for Bateman, and I think that he's going to break out. Now he had a decent game. Don't get me wrong, but he always has one crucial drop throughout a game that you think he should make. Especially being the fact that he proclaimed that he was a number one receiver. Like he should have been the Ravens shouldn't have went out and looked at anybody else. They should have looked toward him to be their go-to guy. And when they look to him to be their go-to guy, he thumbs a little bit. What are you talking about, Buck? So are we coming to Vegas for the Super Bowl? No. Uh yeah, they don't contribute. Wait, are you are you paying for me to go to Vegas for the right. Super Bowl? They don't contribute like that to the show. I'm just saying. Yeah. But speaking of going somewhere, in April of next season, April the 6th to be exact, next we are year? Yeah, next year. You know what I mean? Next season, next year. Next year, we are holding a stadium tour for our patrons. So if you are a patron of Open Mic with OTR Mike, if you are a patron of Lunch Break Hot Take, if you're a patron of mine, if you're a patron of Coach Evans at Sip to Tally, we are holding a free. It's free to you all. Walk along with us throughout the Raven Stadium, getting that tour. And afterwards, we're going to go have lunch, uh, maybe hang out for a little bit. So if you want to be a part of that, make sure you hit myself up. Make sure you hit up Coach, Jose and Brodney and Mike on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you can. Let us know. The seating is limited. So let us know if you want to be a part of this. This video is brought to you by Patreon. Shout out to all the patrons that make this possible. Sign up today to get special perks and discounts. Don't miss out on our growing community. Yes, yes, yes. Always a pleasure to hang out with the patrons. And if you also would like to become a patron, go over to patreon.com forward slash R-O-U-G. Sign up for as little as five bucks a month. You get a lot of perks. You can hang out with us after streams. You get to join the Discord. You get to join the Pick'em League. Maybe beat me because nobody can seem to. Um, Dynasty Leagues are filled. 
but we may start a second one if we get enough participants to come over there and join up. So, you know, it's just a little. Oh, well, yeah. And we do have a few spots open. Uh, open oh, no. In the Dynasty League. But I don't, I don't know what you mean. We're not true fans. I'm not a Ravens fan at all. I don't understand. Like, why would why would just standing somewhere in the city while the Super Bowl is going on make you a true fan? We don't have Super Bowl tickets. Hey, I, I don't understand what going broke means to fandom. It's called adult choices. It's, it's called responsibility. Like, so what is wrong with you? Get it together. All right, so let's get into these. Plus, I ain't see him out here for the meet and greet either. Facts. Let's get into these game awards, so we can get out here and you can get your dinner, and we can start off, and people can go do their New Year's Eve celebration. Because I got my, I got my bottle of wine right here, ready to go. I'm ready to crack this bottle of wine open. My bottle of Mucinex, (laughs) and lay down and get it popping. So, Bonnie, for today's game, today's game, who is your offensive player of the game? Tyler Huntley, perfect QB rating. All right. <laughs> All right, right, Lamar. Uh, <laughs> there's more touchdowns than incompletions. Yeah, that was it. Thanks. Okay. So, also, I'm going to have to follow suit. My offensive player game is Lamar Jackson. I just think he was masterful in his game planning. Oh, I didn't change the thing at the time. Masterful in his game planning. He was 18 for 21, 321 yards, five touchdowns, six rushes, 35 yards. Glad he did not lead the team in rushing. You know, the six rushes I still think was too much, but it wasn't over the top. Lamar just took over this game, led us to where we needed to go. Um, also, play of the game for Jose is going to be Lamar Jackson. All right, Brody, who is your defensive player of the game? Uh, defensive player of the game I gave to Roquan Smith. Um, it was a difficult choice because uh, everybody played so well. Uh, but he had a, a big interception early. And so I gave it to Roquan. All right. Also, myself, I gave the award to Roquan Smith, defensive player of the game. Um, Fighting every chance you get. Well, I'm going to tell you this, Rodney. I had my picks before I even hit oh, you. Yeah, you so for me, I chose Roquan. And like Rodney said, most, most of the defense played well in itself. But I think that Roquan turned the tide – Right before the half, I think it was like a minute and 35 seconds left before the half, the Ravens were up 21-13 driving down the field, and Roquan got that interception that led to the first of uh, Isaiah Likely's touchdowns and gave us a command and lead going into the half. So I think his interception turned the tide. Um, I know that Jose actually picked Geno Stone, who had eight tackles and an interception himself. I just don't think that Geno Stone's interception was that impactful. I mean, I'm sorry, as impactful. You said what? You look kind of like Ferris. <laughs> he does like Ferris. <laughs> he does like Ferris. You know, I think I think Co- Coach calls him Chico. And I don't know if he calls Nev like for Chico the barge. Or he just, or he just, called, him, or he just called him Chico. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Jay, responsibility. Yeah, you know, but you know, sometimes when you become an adult, you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, yes. <laughs> Roe caught, he caused an interception. He got an interception and ran it back 30 yards. So, like I said, I think he he changed the tide of that game. Yeah, they call him Chico. All right. Um, next up, uh, Brian, give me your good, bad, and ugly for this game. 
you didn't ask me that before. So. I ask you this every week, so okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna say good is Lamar locking up uh, or appearing to lock up the the MVP award uh, mm-hmm. for the season. Uh, the bad, I would say, you know, there were a couple guys who kind of got, got nicked up a little bit. Um, certainly, that Bradley Chubb injury would qualify as bad as well. Uh, that was very unfortunate to see, you know, towards the end of the game there. Um, the ugly, I mean, the, the ugly, you know, we, we kind of joked about it before, but it's, it's got to be Dave Tepper. <laughs> okay. It's got to be David Tepper throwing a, <laughs> throwing a drink on a Jaguar fan who, who wasn't, even, wasn't even looking at him, let alone talking to him. Uh, it's an it's an embarrassment, really. Uh, and and if I'm that guy, I'm pressing charges. Uh, that is assault. It is. Uh, and and I'm having David Tepper arrested. Okay. And then hopefully, hopefully the NFL is like, man, we can't have people with a record on owning a team. That's a bad look. You better sell the team, David. Uh, too soon. But uh, but I but I dream. It's too soon. He's not selling the team. All right. So for my good. Um, I think it's just the overall play of Lamar Jackson. I think that he's just taking his game to another height, and I think the team is actually following him. And I think, especially after this game, we are not. And I know they're going to try tomorrow to say the defense is leading the team to these wins. No, defense had to play their part, and that's why we say we've said all along. We've said for years, you have to get an offense that's up to speed because defenses in the NFL today aren't going to be able to consistently and constantly shut teams out. It's just not going to happen. I don't care how good your defense is. You're going to need team. You're going to need your team to score points. So my good is Lamar Jackson, his leadership, his play as of late. The bad. Hmm. The bad is, I guess the only bad that we can take out of this game is our run defense. And I understand our chain is, is his speed is on a whole nother level. I'm not sure if he's faster than Tyreek Hill, but that boy's speed is on another level. But it hasn't been him. It's been all season long that we have not been able to stop the run. So that's the bad, even though it's not too bad because we don't allow rushing touchdowns. We just allow them to get yards. Uh, the ugly, my ugly is going to be <sighs> Geno Smith didn't get it done against Pittsburgh. Like, he didn't put Pittsburgh out of that misery. I don't understand why Geno Smith's a starting quarterback in the NFL. I can't. I, I, hater of all. I really, I really, I really don't have any ugly for the Ravens today. So, I mean, why, you don't understand why Geno is a starting quarterback when, when Taylor Heineke is walking around and Zach Wilson or Trevor Simeon or whoever they decide to roll out every week. Fine. You don't Fine. understand that? You don't understand when Aiden O'Connell. Is throwing it around the yard every Sunday. Samuel you know, Howell. You get it? Samuel Howell. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that's a franchise quarterback right there. But I don't understand. You know, it's Tommy Cutlets and Terod Taylor. Like, you not? You don't understand? It's just this. It's all a mixture. It's all a mixture. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray just beat the Philadelphia Eagles. The, the <gasps> oh wow! He beat the Eagles. Yes. Like four other teams. I mean, he wasn't supposed to. Arizona plays hard. I've been saying that all year. Arizona plays hard. Sometimes it's not even about talent. It's about will and effort. And they will themselves to beat the defending NFC champions. Yeah, no. So, 99% of the time it's about talent. And Jalen Hurts ain't got it. Ooh. 
Okay. Don't start nothing won't be none. All right. So next up, we're gonna get into your stock up and your stock down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I said stock down for. That's what I was <laughs> Isaiah Likely and Zay Flowers, I think, uh, <laughs> had, had big games today. Uh, both are, you know, showing that they have the ability to be playmakers for the offense, uh, which is important because, you know, Odell catches one pass and goes back to the bench, and Rashad Bateman doesn't even do that. Uh, and they lost Keaton Mitchell, right? right. Uh, and Gus Edwards, as I've been telling you for multiple years, is really not that guy at all. Uh, so it's important for the for Isaiah and, and Zay to keep that going. Stock down, absolutely. David Tepper once again. You can't <laughs> throw, you can't throw drinks on people. You're a multi-billionaire. Act like you're a grown-up, and just get up and leave the room. And uh, like Jose pointed out, why are you this mad this late in the season? Thanks, like you, like you showed up at the stadium for the first time today, and you're like, what "The hell is this bullshit?" No, that's not that's not what happened. You like know what this team is. Like we're not like we're not a good team, <laughs> and you My just man, noticed like we're not good at all. <laughs> My man thought he was going to see the 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 twelve and three Carolina Panthers. Yeah, maybe maybe not. Awful. Shout out to eighty six Ghosts for the twenty eight dollar tip. He says that's right, Brodney or Bordney. Lock him up. Lock him up. (laughs) That's right, (laughs) Borgie. All right. um, For my stock up, stock down, I'm going to go with Justice Hill. I think Justice Hill provided a spark. He's providing that speed that Keith Mitchell has and Gus does not. He also returned that kickoff uh, 70 yards down the field, which led to a touchdown. Isaiah Likely, he has upped his play as of recently. He had two touchdowns a day. He doubled his career production in touchdowns in one game, and I think he's doing what he needs to do. Hopefully he can show up in the playoffs and not fizzle out like Mark Andrews. Now, also, I'm going to give Rashad Bateman a pass and say, hey, he makes, mis- he collects them. He makes He makes mistakes, but he makes up for them. Like he had some clutch catches, he had some third down catches that kept the chains moving. If I may, yes, you may. How do you have how do you have clutch catches in a fifty six to nineteen game? Because when you when you let a team score twenty eight points in a quarter and you lose the game, no lead is safe. It looked pretty safe. <laughs> no lead. Listen, I'm trying to give I'm trying to give a man confidence to try to build him up his spurs. Because look, we're gonna need him during the playoffs. Like these players, we we listen all confidence season long. It's not confidence earned, it's fake. Facts. It's gonna, it's gonna you, might, you might be right. But there's but we've joked about some players throughout the season, but in all honesty, we're gonna need these players to step up. And I just yeah. think that even when he makes a mistake by the quarterback going back to him, especially immediately, it lets him know, like, yo, you mess up, I'm coming back at you. Because all quarterbacks aren't perfect. If you look at Patrick Mahomes, he's throwing a lot of interceptions. Now, I know they're going to say Patrick Mahomes doesn't have the receivers that he used to have, but Patrick Mahomes is missing on a lot of throws, so he can't cast a stone while living in a glass house. And my stock down has got to be Rock Cassine. I, I, I didn't even know who he was, honestly. I know you didn't because you don't see him on the field. Now, I, I told like, y'all he like a Halloween costume. He doesn't even look like he knows how to run. <laughs> I told y'all at the beginning of the season, this was a bus signing. He couldn't play with the Raiders. He couldn't play with the Colts. And for some reason, y'all thought that he was going to come over here and do something. Like this guy couldn't beat out Jalen Armour Davis. And Jalen Armour Davis, once again, is on injured reserve. But to, be, the- to be fair. 
to be all the way fair, you wanted Marcus Peters, and Marcus Peters couldn't play with the Raiders either. He could. They just had a, a clash. He just oh, had a clash. I'm not, and I'm not listen. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that Marcus Peters would have came here. I'm not saying Marcus Peters would have came here and been the second or third cornerback. But I think he would have contributed but more. Are, but are you? But are you saying that he wasn't absolute ass in the, with the Raiders? I mean, he he has more interceptions this season than Rocky Sin. Oh wow, that's great. Yeah, he has. That wasn't the question that I asked you, was it? I don't know. I wasn't really listening. Oh, uh, okay. What was the question? Uh, was he was he absolute ass with the Raiders? No, no, he was partial ass. No, no just partial. Yeah, he's partial. Okay, okay. He's partial. Interesting. Ass. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That he got cut from a potential playoff team midseason. Well, he got he got cut because him and the coach had a, had an issue with each other. It was the, yeah, the, more, the guy who was winning games? Did they win it today? Did they beat the Broncos? I have no idea, honestly. Yeah, I don't think they did. I think I they let Jared. I didn't, I didn't even know the Broncos played today. Yeah, <laughs> I think they let Jared Stidham take them down. I know Mark Spears didn't win today, though. Well, he's at home chilling, bro. I know that. Anyway, we're gonna go with Jose Ooh. Jose stock up and stock down. Jose stock up, stock down. His stock up is Justice Hill for all the aforementioned game type game changing plays that he had, but. Jose made me say he 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 specifically told me emphasize his stock down is Eric DaCosta. <laughs> and Brian, do you remember why he said Eric DaCosta was his stock down? Uh, I believe he said Eric DaCosta was his stock down because look at how good the team is now, and why did it take you so long to do this? This is factually correct. That was his statement. And also, Jose had a question for everybody out there watching and everybody in replay land. His question is, does anyone think that Giro did anything to actually help further Lamar's career? Now, we've had five years of Greg Roman. Well, four years of Greg Roman in one year of Marty Morningwig, if you want to go that route. And a lot of people said, hey, Lamar Jackson owes an MVP to Greg Roman. So do you out there really think that Greg Roman was the reason that Lamar Jackson won that MVP? Do you think Greg Roman... And the Baltimore Ravens, especially John Harbaugh and his offensive philosophy, was the reason that Lamar Jackson went out there and played the way that he did. Or did Lamar Jackson overcome the coaching deficiencies, the talent deficiencies, to go out there and be the unanimous MVP? Because we see with a slight modicum of elevated talent this season and a less, less effective offensive line, what Lamar Jackson can do. So do you guys really think that Giro really played any part in it? Do you, Bradley? No, absolutely not. Giro's a terrible coach. That's why nobody's hired him. Uh, so I, I went and I checked. The Raiders did lose today. They played the Colts. So the Broncos and the Raiders did play. They played in separate games, actually, which is wild because I checked the score to that Raiders game multiple times today because I had Zamir White on one of my teams. Mm -hmm. So I, it's, I don't know how I forgot. Uh, but Denver did win as well. Okay. And Jose maybe, says maybe had they had a – you know, a good starting corner. The, Ra the Raiders might have been able to pull out that win against the Colts. They lost by three. Oh, so you're saying maybe if they hadn't cut Marcus Peters? Oh, yeah. yeah definitely. Definitely is, is what I'm saying. Takes two. It takes two years to, to heal from being an injury. I guarantee you Marcus Peters will be on the team next year and Rocky Sin will be in the XFL. No, I think what they mean is in the second year, not it takes two full years and then in the third season you're back. He's just old and not good. We all heal differently, Brody. Mm -hmm. We all heal differently. Yeah, and old and bad players heal much more slowly. Okay. 
What's going on, Darius? He says, Tepper going to buy more than a drink. Eh, he's going to be buying somebody a new house, a new car, a new lifestyle to be exact. Because, you know, when they press charges and to stay from going to court, I guess he'll just settle out of court and give him just a lump sum of money. I mean, when you're a billionaire, you just throw money at people. I mean, why can't, why, why can't Bashadi throw a drink at me? Why would he throw a drink at you? You're so positive, I, so supportive. Because I, because I criticize his head coach, his bestie. The MJ of the NFL. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, like, and and why the MJ of the NFL? The 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 NFL standard has more rings than MJ. <laughs> 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 this is disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, oh, don't I mean, worry about him, Akeem. He's a, he's a LeBron fan. Yeah, and why are you aiming for second best? He didn't say LeBron. He said MJ, so he's aiming for yeah, the no. best. No. <laughs> no. You're not, we're not getting into this today, Brownie. There's nothing, to, not there's today. nothing to get into. Not, you're wrong. Yeah, uh, but no, Akeem, I do think that you're right. If they get a if, – if Eric Acosta – does his job well. And, you know, hopefully they get rid of John Harbaugh at some point and get a good coach in there. Like, Lamar has the talent to absolutely go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, for sure. But, you know, it's a lot more that goes into that than just the talent of the player, unfortunately. So you so it's, so it's going to take coaching, better coaching, and possibly a better GM. Possibly. I mean, look, he can get it done, obviously, with the, with what he's got right now. But in order to have that kind of sustained success, mm-hmm. I mean, you want an organization that's going to build around you and, and, and make that success a priority. And Baltimore's still not really that team. We're not. We're not. Because this and this team is going to look totally different come next season. With the amount of free agents that we have and the lack of cap space that we have, this iteration of the Baltimore Ravens might be it. So I think that's why we need to take full advantage of what's going on right now. And I think that other, with other teams slipping in the AFC and the NFC not being as strong, I think this is the year that everything is laid out for us. Now, for me, Eric DaCosta, and I know some people may have different viewpoints on him as a general manager, he's had some hits. But I would think – shout out for the subscription, KJ. Appreciate you for joining the Road family. I would think that – when you have over 40-something draft picks, the most in the NFL, and your hit rate is 3%, that's not a good thing. Like, you keep getting at bats, but you refuse to get on base. Now, you might lay down a butt. Yeah. I guess it's your self-awareness, right? Like, I mean, he, he has said himself that he's not better at drafting than anybody else. Right. And and you know at first you kind of think oh well you know he's just being being humble you know kind of self self effacing whatever but no he's like no I'm not I'm not good at this so I need more picks uh, right. and if I have more picks and I'm and I'm just you know the same level as everybody else then I'll hit more than than other people right but then you get you get to an instance of all right I'm trading back I'm collecting more picks but now I'm getting into the dearth of talent like. I'm getting to the lesser talented players. Now I may have a bunch of, I may have a group of lesser talented players, but the special players that are drafted at the top, we bypass them. And then we get these players that maybe, maybe one out of the four we might hit upon, but we hit on them in their third and fourth year. 
right before their big contract comes up. So now we have to make a choice of, do we sign them to this money or do we let them walk? And more times than not, we let them walk. So what was the point of grooming them for three, four years? You're, you're referring to the the, the Ben Matabike. Uh, yeah, they, they, they got one good year out of Ben Powers and he left the Denver. <laughs> they got one really good year out of Justin Matabike. And I mean, reality is he's probably going to be walking and, and making a lot of money somewhere else. Congrats to him. Gino uh, Stone. Gino Stone. I, you know, part of me wants to give him some credit for that. I don't. I don't really like giving GMs credit for for picks that late. Like it's luck. It, it's essentially all luck. And we cut him twice. Well, that, and that, that's that's where I was going with this. Because like, if you just drafted him, you know, okay, you drafted him, you made the pick, you get credit for the pick, but you cut him twice. He went to another team. You know, like it's it's a hundred percent luck. You didn't yeah. see something in Geno Stone. You cut him t- twice. You let him. You let him go play for somebody else. Right. You spent a four, the number fourteen pick on a safety, and then you gave a seventy million dollar contract to another safety. You didn't see anything in Geno Stone. This is facts. <laughs> and Ferris's point says sometimes, yeah, it, <laughs> sometimes you find gems in the fourth round, like a Brandon. Put up a poll. Put up a poll. Who's better, Brandon Jacobs or you know? I mean, pick any running back you want. Any I don't even back. care. But I think the original debate with Ferris was Brandon Jacobs and Terrell Davis, Super Bowl MVP, League MVP. Terrell Davis versus backup Brandon Jacobs. Backup Brandon got a ring to it, man. Backup Brandon, fourth round. But I mean, I mean, in the fourth round, for what he provided for the New York Giants, it was a great I'm pick. not, I'm not gonna. Right, it was a great pick. I'm not gonna call him a gem, but I do think that they got the value that they, that they needed out of him. The problem with the Ravens is we have too many second, third, fourth round picks that we don't get value out of. And then when we, once we hit on that one person, we stick to it like, oh, look, look what EDC did. Oh, trust in EDC. He picked this yes. one guy. But what about the eight other guys that he missed on? Yeah, I thought they'll be praising uh, their, their their draft uh, and, and talking about Isaiah Likely and how he's stepping up and everything. And I read that and I was like, okay, you know, he he's, he's played well in like four or five games of his career. But the thing that really stuck out to me is like you, you went to Isaiah Likely and you skipped over the tight end they drafted first. <laughs> like there was no mention of him. Right. So yeah, I mean, you, if you have more picks than everyone else, you should hit more than everyone else. I mean, that, that's that's logical, right? Right. Uh, but like you said, if you if you're just constantly trading back, you don't give yourself the chance to get players. Or I mean, you still have a chance, but you have a, you have a lesser chance of getting players who are going to stick and be kind of foundational players for you. Now. Credit to him, he, he absolutely hit on uh, Kyle Hamilton uh, mm-hmm. when they had the, the one chance where they were picking that high. You know, yep. and Kyle looks like he's going to be a, a cornerstone for that defense for a very long time. Uh, but yeah, when you're when you're moving back and you know constantly moving back voluntarily, even most of those guys are, are just you know they're going to come and go, and they're not really going to make any kind of difference. Facts, kind of like who did. Who did, who did who fleeced y'all? We let go of somebody and he fleeced y'all and he's still Bradley. there. No, I'm I'm for I'm trying to remember his the center. Bradley Bozeman. Bradley Bozeman. He's another one. He's another one. Another miss. But hey, we hit on Tyler Linderball. And I think today, even today, I think people were for the fact that you for the reason the same reason that you said we keep skipping over the first tight end pick. 
I think that's why everybody was like, oh, Charlie Kolar got a Charlie Kolar got a touchdown. I think they're trying to hype it up so much is because they want to build credence to Eric DeCosta's drafts. Every time you draft a tight end, almost except yeah. for uh, except for But I think he was the only one we drafted that year, though. Yeah, I saw mean, Outside of that, you know, you got uh, Pitta Dixon. Uh, after Dixon, right? You got you got Mark Andrews after Hayden Hurst, and uh, you got Isaiah Likely after Charlie Kolar. True. Hmm. How the hell are we doubling up on tight ends so much? And I, and I look forward to uh, I look forward to Charlie Kolar's stint in Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, but listen, I think you can go ahead. I think you're going to get more than Charlie Kolar in Carolina. Because once Mike McDonald goes down there, I, mean, I think he's going to to Hayden Harris. I think Charlie's on his way. I think I think I think McDonald's going to take some defensive players with him. So Carolina, you know, oh, listen. Oh, I don't want to pay for any of your castaways who are only good because Mike McDonald is the defensive coordinator. But if he comes with them, he's not going to be the defensive coordinator. He's going to have input, kind of like Mike he's Shanahan not, in the offense. He's not going to be the defensive coordinator. Isn't your defensive coordinator good? Is what is it? Ever is yeah. He's probably going to get a head coaching, or he has a chance to get the head coaching job. He is black. He's not uh, about to say he's black, so yeah. And, and he and his name sounds black. Yeah, yeah. that's going to scare a lot of people off right there. Uh, but no, we're not hiring Mike McDonald. Yeah, stop it. All right, uh, Kim wants to know any chance Odell stays for one more year if we win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Odell's going to stay for more than one more year because <laughs> they got to extend him. I'm not sure. I think. Just me personally, I think Odell wants to retire. And I think if he gets a second Super Bowl, especially if he gets to participate from beginning to end and not go out injured, I think he may call it quits. Like, what, what would be the purpose unless the Ravens throw the bag at him again? I mean, collecting the rest of that money. I mean, how, so so if the Ravens were to resign, we win the Super Bowl, and Odell plays his part throughout the, throughout the playoffs. What do you think will be a fair contract for Odell going forward? Well, it depends on what, what kind of uh, performance he gives in the playoffs. But I'm saying they have to extend him because, you know, if he retires or leaves, he counts against their cap for the next couple of years in dead money because uh, they use the uh, the void years. Right. Um, so if I'm Odell, at least, or you know, $1 less than that, right? Like you, I mean, you you, you want to you want to save something? You're gonna pay me X amount of money. But you know, if he comes through and he plays really well, you're gonna resign him. And yeah, it'll be it'll be a, a, a I don't want to say a hefty contract, but you know, it'll it'll be befitting of his of his contribution. Okay. You know, the contributions in the regular season weren't much. If he comes through and he plays well in the playoffs, ten eleven million a year. Right. I mean, hmm, hmm, hmm. It's a lot of money. I mean, is it? I mean, I mean, eleven mil could get you a, a some way decent receiver. Where? I mean, uh, they. This uh, y'all have signed one good veteran wide receiver. When you talking about this year or just in general? Ever, ever, no, right? no, 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 no. I know, I know. Uh, I was about to go down the list, sir. Oh, which which list were you going to go down? I mean, you know, I was going to name it. I was no Dark Mason. They didn't they trade for him? No, he's free. I thought they traded for him and Anquan. Oh, they traded for Anquan. I thought they traded yes. for Derek Mason as well, but maybe not. Not Anquan. Um, 
We thought oh, Jeremy Macklin. Not as not as easy as you thought it was going to be. Mike, we thought <laughs> we thought Mike Wallace. <laughs> Steve Smith. Listen, listen, listen. Nelson Aguilar. Maybe fans don't like him, man, but Zay Flowers is on his way to being your best receiver. <laughs> Probably about year like, four. He's like two Probably years away. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, that's a, it's amazing. <laughs> but but, but, but century, I mean, you think it is. But what? Yeah, you're right. But what is what is dead money to us? We we, we listen. We're still paying Nick Boyle. What is dead money to us? And he hasn't done anything in years. Well, he or literally ever. Um. 11 mil, I mean, yeah, you might be right. Because 11 mil this year got you Juju Smith-Schuster, MVS. That was basically the top of the market uh, for, for most wide receivers. You know, obviously Odell. Whoever went, to the, whoever went to the Jets. The other one that went to the Jets um, from Green Bay. Uh, Alan Lazard. Lazard. Do you, you trade if you get George Pickens and you act like you don't know who he is? That's fucking cold, man. It is a, it is a cold ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I used Alan Lazard to get George Pickens. Yeah, because you and have a special relationship. We don't have a special relationship. I gave him a lot of draft picks. No, you didn't. All right, whatever. All right, let's. We've been here for an hour, five minutes. Yeah, it's New Year's Eve. Yeah, I might, I might come back and do a New Year's stream into the mm. new year. Okay, well, I will tune into that. All right, so you're not going to be here, so we're not going to do that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anything you want to tell the people before we get out of here, Brian? I'm watching this uh, Green Bay game, and number 80, I'm not sure who number 80 is for Green Bay, Mm -hmm. uh, but he laid out to try and catch a pass. He didn't get it. But one of the linemen went went over there and picked him up like he was a three-year-old off the ground. (laughs) It's It's always like... Shocking to me when you get that 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 moment that reminds you how strong these people are. Really strong, really strong. What's going on, Rage? Let's go, New Year's stream. All uh, right, look, I tell you, that, no, I said maybe. Like y'all don't understand. Maybe, probably. No, 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 no. What might. we what we don't understand is why you never commit to anything, and then act like everybody else is the problem. That's what we don't understand. We don't understand why you have this issue with commitment. And you use these words, and you try to you try to you know weave in and out of promises and things like that. See, you just float things out there and, and act like, oh, well, people aren't supposed to expect it, even though I said it and I talked about it. But I I threw a maybe in there. Like that's what we don't get, okay? Because you said, hey, yeah, maybe it's gonna be a stream, and then two seconds later, you're like, oh, no, I'm not gonna do it. Like, what 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 are we supposed to take from anything you say, Hendo? What? What are we maybe. supposed to take? That there may be a possibility of me doing something. I was, I was. Now you, got, now you got two people in there <clears throat> looking for the New Year's stream. They're always looking for any stream that they can get. You know, I was, I was considering a hanging with Hendo, bringing to the New Year's stream, but you know, that's good because that's a lifestyle. What these, what these, what these points looking like? All right, Brady, entertain. Can you entertain these people while I put these points in? Oh my god, I'm not an entertainer, sir. You are, like sir. You. You're a YouTuber. You're a you're an influencer. No, you are. Um, oh, Brandy, you're leading in our points, our point, uh, our loyalty points as well. So if you hit me up in the Discord, let me know what you want. Yeah, <sighs> I'll make that happen. 
you know, so I'm, too like, I'm not too happy about it because because then we had somebody else just tease us with his wealth. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll donate a bunch of money. No, I'm not. <laughs> that is I true. appreciate it. Okay, and that, that person true. that person knows who who I'm talking about. So I don't need to name any names. Uh, you 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 do owe some hanging with Hendo. I mean, huh? What you you do owe hanging with Hendo? You brought it back and then you cut it I off. Did. You cut it off with no notice, even though it's one of your patron rewards. I didn't. Uh, so you definitely do owe hanging with Hendo. They've been very understanding, very lenient. Uh, you know, they could have reported you to Patreon. I think I don't know. If that's <laughs> <a thing>. <laughs> <laughs> but but, uh, but they didn't. You know, they're trying to be reasonable. So right. uh, I think I mean them halfway. I mean, uh, more. that's good, Jay. I like to hear that. Yes, coming to, like- coming to the stadium stadium tour, Jay. That's in twenty twenty four. Yes, let us let us know what your New Year's resolutions are. Like, what do you plan to improve on? Me personally, what I plan to improve on is I plan to try to um, how do I put this? I try I try to. Well, I'll let you think about that for a second. I'll um, say, okay, I'll say mine real quick. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I thought you were still thinking no, of no, how to word it. I'm gonna try to make more money by streaming less. Go ahead. What? <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can make more by streaming less. I think that's oh. an admirable, admirable goal. Okay. Okay. Um, no, what I was saying is I, I'm going to try to humble myself a little bit more. And what I mean by that is, is because the reason that I don't stream a lot is because I feel like I need to be perfect. I feel like I have to put out this side of me or put out this this persona that matches what what's going on around with everybody else. And I just don't think that, you know, I'm particularly good at it. I think I'm okay. I think I'm slightly entertaining. I think and you it. I appreciate you for that. But I just think that if I get out of my own head and just do what I think comes naturally at times, it I'll do more and I'll do better. So for me, 2024, I'm going to try to do better. I'm going to try to stream more be more engaging get out of my own head and and that's, give that's give, give the three give the three people what they want be more authentically hendo well first of all i'm already i'm always authentically myself okay sorry i just thought you know it sounded like you were saying something different there i don't know maybe i misunderstood uh, <laughs> honestly just be yourself I'm always myself i will never See, stop yolanda, yolanda kind of took from that what i did uh but that's I'm okay sorry. I'm sorry. I'm always myself, but it's just that I, I try to, I, I, I wall myself off. Gotcha. You know, I, 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 I kind of dull myself down a little bit. Yeah. Cause so, I can be, I can be a bit much. Okay. Okay. So be more authentically yourself, which is what I just. I'm always authentically myself, sir. But I will say this. I do think that I need to be a little bit more meaner. Yeah. 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 Okay. 120 watt light bulb that turns yourself down to 45. I'm a Wi-Fi light, and I, you know, you control it. Sometimes you want, sometimes, sometimes you want bright light. Sometimes you want to dim it I don't down. Even, I don't even use that shit anymore because, like, my phone won't turn it off. It won't turn all the way off. I go, I say, turn off the lights, and they'll go down to one percent and stay there. And I hate it. 
And sometimes, you know, if you wait a little while, they'll go off. And then like an hour later, they'll just pop back on. Nice. It's not nice at all. I think the room is haunted. Oh, I know my, listen, I know my house is haunted. Every time I turn on the air fryer and I'll come down here and do something, the air fryer goes off and I'll go upstairs and it's open. And I'm like, yo, how all of a sudden it start getting open? And you and you still stand there, huh? I mean, if something was going to hurt me, I think it would have hurt me by now. Okay, well, that, that's rock solid logic there. Uh, <laughs> I, I I guess. I, I you know what? You know what? I'm not going to be murdered because I haven't been yet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's how you. Do everything it. that everything that's going to happen has already happened. Okay. But not, and also listen, I'm I'm stubborn. I'm like, yo, if you're gonna do yeah. something to me, I'm not gonna give you the satisfaction of me running or me screaming, like you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it. Like I'm gonna sit here and whatever you're gonna do, you're gonna do. Okay. But and this is and this is the crazy part though. This is the crazy <laughs> part. This no, this is the crazy part. Dream. She talks, she's talking to somebody. I believe it's my grandmother. But dream talks to people. Like if you sit there and watch it sometime, like she'll just stop and turn and just start having a conversation. And I'm like, oh, she talking to somebody, and she ain't running, so I'm gonna run. If a baby ain't gonna run, what am I gonna run? Babies don't know no better. Now, Dream knows, like she's smart, right? No, like, yeah, no, yeah. All of our, all of our relatives are, are smart and special people. Babies don't know shit, man. Thanks. Oh, uh, okay. Except so, after she threw the cereal on the floor and told you to pick it up, she knew what she was doing then. <laughs> 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 all right, shut up. To bread by though for the $32 tip saying, but wait, there's more. Wow. He wants to, he really wants to win. Is he not winning? <laughs> he's yeah, he's winning now. <laughs> he's winning now. I gotta think of, I gotta think of something, a gift to get him. Or ask Brandon him don't want gifts. That's not what this is about for him. It's really not. Right, Brandon. Is it? I don't know, is it? I mean, it is for Ferris. Definitely is for Ferris. Ferris just likes winning. Actually, Ferris, if you're still in here, Ferris, you should be expecting something at your house tomorrow. I think I got to check the tracker, but it should be there tomorrow. Nice. When can and, I and, expect my and, and I hope that and I hope that you like it, Ferris. Because oh, give the gift to his co-host Yolanda. That's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah, he said, give it to Yolanda. Oh, see, the season's greetings. Brandon, What's going on, I'm, Ralph? Appreciate you Brandon. driving by. Fashion, food, and the flock. Right. You, that's you, that's and you and Yolanda. Yolanda. That's y'all channel. B squared and Yolanda B Raven. Giving you that Saturday night content. And on that note, yeah, on that note. Yeah, any pod words? Anything you? you no, want to man. That's what I said. On that note, it's time to go. Hey, you don't love gifts for us because you kind of slipping this month, like. But whatever. Being messy, huh? I don't you. No, we had this conversation. Who started this? We had this conversation the other night. And he said it. Flat. What is it? Fashion flock, food, food flock fashion. Yeah, yeah, whatever did. order you want to put it in there. Fashion, food, and the flock. Right. And y'all just give y'all takes. 
you are, we talked about this. You were gonna you were gonna be cooking. I mean, you're yes. gonna be you're gonna be piling together whatever raw meal you're you're, you're presenting, and then you two would talk ravens. You know, while you were teaching Brandon how to make it. How's that mess? If you just had this conversation on Wednesday, just had it, just and had everybody it. loves the idea, mind you. Everyone got to give the people what they want. You not? Is this how we? Is this how we're ending twenty twenty three, Yolanda? Mm. Should never end the year on a negative note. It's not the kind of positivity I'm bringing into twenty twenty four. Facts. We are all positivity. All positivity. All right, Brian. Tell the people where they can find you and what you got going on. Wednesday evenings at 7 15 p.m. Eastern Time. We do the LBHT show. Follow it up with the overtime show. Yolanda's there a lot. Okay. Hendo's there a lot. So, you know, if you like other people, then you know you can see them. <laughs> you, can me, you can find me on uh <laughs> Monday nights over on Fifth Italian Films with the Ravens Roundup with Jose, OTR, Mike, Hendo, uh, Chris Just Joking, believe I said everyone, uh, and obviously Coach himself. Uh, and you can find me on Tuesday nights, 9.45 p.m. Eastern Time over on Suge Night 323 with Suge and Hendo for the Steel Conspiracy. And then also, you know, sometimes on rankings, uh, which, as OTR Mike says, is just the best boxing podcast going. Because it also, is. Also, check out OTR, Open Mic with OTR Mike. He's taking a little break right now. He's going to be back soon with a lot of content. Uh, so, yeah, you know, go subscribe everywhere and uh, turn on those notifications. Facts, facts, facts. You can find me here every Sunday at 8 p.m. doing a live show. And like you said, you can find us. Monday nights at 9 p.m. on Sip to Tally doing the Ravens Roundtable. Um, sometimes I'll be over there on Sugar Night 323. Every you, week on Tuesday. But on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m., you can oh. find me with my man, Mr. Galloway, on Electric Relaxation with Mr. Galloway, talking right. all things hip-hop, especially old school. I don't think we have any interviews set up anytime soon, but I think Tuesday we are going to do the top 10 DMX songs of all time, so make sure you come over there and check us out. Also, if you like dope content just outside of sports, if you like movies, games, reviews, make sure to check out the homeboy Ferris at Let's Get Ready Network. The highlights, or Let's Get Ready Network. What's the other channel, Brody? What you mean? The other Let's Get Ready Network? Uh, it's just let's get ready now. Make yeah. sure you go check Ferris out. He has a lot of dope content. Him and Adelia and Mr. Snark. Those guys over there just do a lot of dope things. So the whole LBHT community crew, we give you something every day of the week. We give back to the community. So make sure you come out and support us just by liking, sharing the content that we have here. And if you feel we're worthy enough, make sure to subscribe to all of these channels. Yes. Because it helps push us on the YouTube algorithm. And appreciate you, Matt D. Yes. See you in 2024 you, when you get there. I don't know if you're going to see us cross uh, over during the stream. If, listen, if uh, Reg does a stream, I might jump on. I, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what, Matt. Uh, we'll be there when you let us know it's safe. Facts. If you tell us it's cool over in 2024, I'll be there. 
Is that it? Is that all we got? That's it. That's it? That's it. All right. So I'm going to leave you on this note and leave you with this visual. <laughs>